Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Yo, what's up, listeners? Welcome to another episode of Thinking Outside the Boombox, your number one source for hip-hop and R&B news. My name is Ahmad, and I am your host. It is Sunday, April 3rd. Welcome to Thinking Outside the Boombox. I'm very excited to be back with you. Um, As I mentioned last week, um, now that we're in kind of the the latter half of the final season of Thinking Outside the Boombox, uh, the episodes will be a lot more frequent. So I think, I think, don't hold me to this, but I think I'll be coming coming at you with an episode every single week from now until the end of the series, uh, or until the end of the, of the podcast um, in general. So I think it should be ending close to the end of May, and I think I got an episode for you every week. Um... So this week in the Dig Deeper segment, I've got some more guests here in the studio for the farewell tour. So this is the fourth stop on my farewell tour. So I've got some guests in the studio who brought a topic for us to discuss. Um, And we're going to get into that in the Dig Deeper segment. But before that, um, I just want to talk to you about the podcast newsletter. Um, I'm not going to hit you with a song of the week in the press play segment on the podcast Uh this week, just because I want to jump right into the conversation with our guests. Um, but I do still have a song of the week for you, and I do still have the press play segment as far as songs, music videos, uh, performances that you should check out, albums that you should check out. So the links to all of that stuff will be in the podcast newsletter. If you go to thinkingoutsidetheboombox.com, right on the homepage, there's a place where you can put in your email address. If you do that, you'll get the podcast newsletter in your inbox every time there's an episode. Or you can go to the newsletter tab and all of the podcast newsletters will be there. So definitely sign up for the mailing list, check out the podcast newsletter so you can 
check out all the albums. I want you to check out the, the links to the songs and stuff like that. So without any further ado, um, let's jump into the Dig Deeper segment and introduce the guests for the episode. Welcome back to Thinking Outside the Boombox. It is now time for the Dig Deeper segment. As I mentioned at the top of the episode, this is the Farewell Tour Part 4. As you know, for the final season of Thinking Outside the Boombox, I've been doing these Farewell Tour episodes where I bring back guests that I've had on the show in the past. Um, And this time they bring the topic that we talk about within hip hop and R&B um, and then we just have a free-flowing conversation about it. So this is the fourth uh, stop on the Farewell Tour, and I'm very excited to introduce Devin and Catherine. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, hello. Hey, it's great to be here. Thanks so much for having us. Yeah, thank you. Oh, yeah, no problem. Devin, this is your, I want to say, second or third it's episode so on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Catherine, this is your first. Yeah. It is. Welcome aboard. so why don't you all introduce uh the topic that you that you brought to the show cool yeah so um one thing that we've noticed a lot of over the last i mean really i say 10 years i mean it's always kind of been there but i say especially the last 10 years that i feel like the the woman's presence has really expanded in hip-hop so one of the things we want to talk about is women's presence in hip-hop and really how that's impactful um how it's impacted the entire genre but then also um, you know, we can, we can have our rankings. We can talk through the, the top five if we must, but mm-hmm. ultimately we just kind of wanted to, uh, to, you know, shine a spotlight. I love it. I love it. Um, so I, I compiled a very, very brief, uh, history of women in hip hop kind of leading up, uh, to the, the artists we're going to discuss today. Um, so I'll go through that. Um, so you know, hip hop in general was born out of a community of underrepresented, marginalized individuals who were choosing to express themselves in new ways, tell their stories through music. Um, male and female artists alike used music to craft flows, rhyme schemes, tell stories. But just like the music industry and society at large, women and their contributions were marginalized and hip hop became a boys club. Um the, the themes that hip hop kind of centered around uh, were violence, sex, masculinity, misogyny, especially getting into like the 80s and the 90s uh, portion of hip hop. And that kind of made things even more contentious between the men and women in hip hop. And it's been an uphill battle for women since hip hop's inception. Um, despite this, many female artists paved the way for today's generation and found ways to stand out, make names for themselves despite having to work even harder to get noticed. There were so many pioneers, so many firsts. You got MC Light, Queen Latifah, Lady of Rage, DeBrat. Fast forward to Foxy Brown, Lauryn Hill, Lil' Kim. Then you got Trina, Eve, Missy Elliott. All of these artists set precedents and paved the way for the artists we're talking about today. Whether it was choosing not to be classified and limited by their sexuality or embracing their sexuality or letting their talent speak for itself, we wouldn't have a Cardi B, we wouldn't have a Nicki Minaj without the women that came before them, um, the women I mentioned and so much more. Facts. <laughs> so, um, 
I know you all mentioned that you have some some tiers for the the five specific artists that we're discussing today. Why don't you run through that and then we can start talking about them? So we wanted to speak broadly about Cardi B, Nicki Minaj, Megan Thee Stallion, City Girls, and Bia. Mm -hmm. And I really came from a lot of collaborations that we were noticing between those artists. Like, um, when we were looking just at Megan Thee Stallion's, um, some of her awards and recognitions, a lot of them have come from features that she's done with other prominent female artists. Mm -hmm. And so really digging into like what that camaraderie was is how we narrowed it down to these five. It is by no means the top five. And we wanted (laughs) to create these tiers to sort of like, parse out the different levels of accomplishment mm-hmm. that these different women have or represent within the industry. Because like, just because their <clears throat> current singles or features are entangled doesn't necessarily project their overall accomplishment. So right. we had City Girls and Bia on a similar level mm-hmm. in that we're really excited to hear more from them moving forward. Like we're excited to continue to see what they do, but they were at a different level from Megan the Stallion, who's in Uh this sort of in-between level on her own right now. She's got both mixtapes and now albums under her belt. She's winning awards at a different level, Mm -hmm. right? But she sort of has this, I, from where I see it, pivotal, moment, right? Because if she's going to elevate to where Cardi and Nikki are, she's got some choices to make, right? Mm-hmm. Like Cardi and Nikki both got there, but they stayed there by going a little bit pop, right? Yes. Like yeah. Cardi got songs from Maroon 5, like uh-huh. and Megan sort of really seems to anchor herself further and further in each release into this no this is my hip hop image. Mm-hmm. And so I'm sort of excited because the those three, Cardi, Megan, and um, Nikki, all independently broke records that were only held by Lauren Hill. So, like yes. in that regard, they're still in there in the same way. Like they're they're hanging together there in that regard. But I think Megan, as a younger artist, isn't well. She she's not much different than Cardi as far as age. But like she's sort of at this pivotal moment where she decides, like, do I continue to ride what I have produced mm-hmm. and focus more on features, which Cardi has done really well and has found much success with, mm-hmm. or do I pave this other path and like take a little bit more risk, I think. Um, because I think Nikki played a really pivotal role and, and I'm going to say this and, and be done with the brackets, I, I guess, <laughs> but Nikki played a really big bridging role, I feel mm-hmm. In her music, I think that had there been not been a Nicki Minaj, there would not be space in the same regard for Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion to exist peacefully together to put out magic like WAP. I don't mm-hmm. think would have been possible without Nicki holding the spot for as long as she did for more rappers to come along. So exactly. that's sort of the root of these brackets. They're not hard and fast. We can leave this pod and you have me completely different <laughs> feeling, but it was mostly based on experience, but they were linked together because of this camaraderie that I think 
Nikki is still able to be a part of through her features in a really nice way, even though she and Cardi had a rocky start as far as that, like, who can hold the spot at the same Mm -hmm. time. I like that. I really like that. So to start, how do you do you want to go from the bottom tier up or do you want to start big and then work our way down to like City Girls and Bia? I mean, I feel like we can get the City Girls and Bia argument out the way. I told you before we even jumped on <laughs> that I had some feelings and opinions about Bia. <laughs> really had City Girls, but All right. So um, let's go let's go bottom up then. Okay, okay. Um and I do to speak to what you you said a little, Catherine, I do like choosing um these particular five because of course there are like other artists in today's hip hop age, other female artists who are thriving, like Rhapsody, Tierra Wack, doing different things. Um, but I do think when it comes to success and impact and like having like kind of the culture at the palm of their hand, like I do think at this current moment, like these five are a good representation of that. Um, so let's start, let's start with Bia. Cause I I wrote this down. I was like, Bia is definitely the artist I knew the least about, like out of these, these five going into it. Like I knew that she had the whole lot of money song. Mm -hmm. And that was basically only because Nikki had hopped on it that I knew about that. So like, I didn't know anything about like how long she'd been, she'd been in the game. Apparently she was on like a TV show, a reality TV show on the oxygen network. That was about Mm -hmm. female rappers and hip hop. Uh, what's it called? Sisterhood of Hip Hop. Mm-hmm. Um, I had never, I've never seen it, but it was. It's about following five female rappers as they navigate a male-dominated industry. And I was like, "Man, that show kind of sounds kind of tight. I'm about to watch that." It's on NBC or something now. Like the three seasons are like on the app. Okay. Um, but she did that. She signed to Pharrell's label. I am other. Yep. She released. That was you know some singles. What's that? So that was the biggest surprise for me was finding she was signed to Pharrell's label. Yeah. Especially with that type of a sound. But I, I mean, I enjoy it. I, I think it, I was telling Catherine, we were listening to it earlier. I feel like every beat on that album on for certain went hard. Uh-huh. Like every one of them. Her, lyrically, they may not always be there. Her approach to the lyrics may not always be there. And, uh-huh. But that's also something that I feel like comes with time. But I was like, yo, these these beats are where it's at. I could definitely see that like there's a lot of creative energy behind it. It's not the same yes. as the boom bad. It's not the same, you know, like it, it has a lot more thought behind it than I felt like I was seeing in a lot of other hip hop and a lot of other a lot of other artists that I've been seeing around the same time. Yeah, I agree. And I also like that um kinda in the past like five to seven years we've seen like a lot more collaboration and support among yes. like the yes. the top female hip hop artists because like Back in the early 2000s, like when like Eve and like mm-hmm. Trina was around, like you weren't you weren't really seeing a lot of like like female rapper posse cuts or like them hopping on songs and like really supporting each other outwardly through the music. You didn't really see that a lot. But like as you mentioned earlier, like they hopping on each other's songs all the time now. The fact that Bia really got noticed because Nicki gave her a feature, which she doesn't do to too many people. Right. Um like that's that's big that they're like supporting each other and helping to push them all forward in that way. Um, so yeah, I, I do I do like that about Bia as well. I think that's how, from what I understand, like I didn't know as much about Bia either. This mostly started because um, one of us, 
believed that Bia lyrically was not going to cut it after a whole lot of money. Oh, got you. There wasn't like this was a single and there wasn't much heat like for an album or anything like that. And so the research behind it was like, oh, wow, hold on. She's been out for a while. Like, (laughs) right. Hold on. She released this and the remix is what got a whole lot of money popping. Like (laughs) that was actually really interesting because when I listened to her, I really like her sound. Mm -hmm. And it was surprising to me that another female rapper was the one that said like, yo, like we need to get this going. But in the same way, and I won't get too far ahead of ourselves, Megan's remix to to Savage with Beyonce is what's off the chart. And I liked Whole Lot of Money before Nicki hopped on it. I liked Savage before Beyonce jumped on it. But I think their presence is what's mm-hmm. elevating and making other women know. And I think that's that feels like a chess move. Like that, that's not yes. And I just I love that piece of it. And I love that Bia is even being mentioned on this podcast right now because someone thought enough to make that chess move. Yep. Yep. And yeah, and, and it's it kind of like that that kind of vibe and that energy kind of resonates throughout through all of the artists that we're talking about. Like with WAP, like that's one of uh, along with Savage, that's one of Megan's like biggest songs now, and that's because Cardi was like, "Yo, we, I got to get Megan on this. We got to do this together." Yeah. Um, and that's that's really specifically not to jump ahead. What I really love about Cardi in particular, because from the beginning she's been like, "Yo, it's crazy that I'm here." But I'm here, and while I'm here, we all go. We all gonna go together. Like I'm gonna yeah. ride for all of y'all, and that's just how authentic she is, and like how she is continually pushing other artists forward is like why I'm always gonna be a huge fan of Cardi B, yeah. regardless of anything else. <laughs> Absolutely, really a binder. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Okay, so shout out to shout out to Bia. I know. She still hasn't even released a debut album. Uh, she's still kind of riding the wave mm-hmm. of like all of the buzz from the the remix and all of that. Um, I know she released like an EP or whatnot. So hopefully she she gets some fire features on her next project. She keep being creative, and I think we'll we'll continue to hear about her for a little bit longer for sure. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping, like you said, that hoping the wave from a whole lot of money is enough because again, I think that the that just brought more exposure to the EP. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. What about city girls? How do y'all feel about city girls? I'll be honest. City girls is the one I know the least about, but we were listening uh-huh. to their music today. Um, and I feel like it's a very similar thing. Like I feel like there is a lot there, but it's just going to take time for them to continue to evolve and build and grow because I just, I would hate for them to get stuck into a type of sound. You know what I mean? Like I hate yes. stuck in a sound and they, they fail to evolve because I mean, it's hard to rock with somebody when you've been listening to the same old same or the same types of, of, of lyrics and the same types of verses the entire mm-hmm. time. Like, you know, I feel like you, uh, it, it reminds me of like an early Wayne, like, you know, there was a point where I feel like in 20, between like 2010 and maybe 2016 where Wayne was kind of doing the same old same. <laughs> yeah. Sit down and go reflect on that for a while. Like figure it out. So like, I hope they don't get stuck in the sound. I hope they continue to push the envelope and continue to push and try to make things different. And you can see that by them doing stuff. I don't know if you watched the the video we were watching earlier today for Twerkulator. 
Um, oh yeah, by Missy Elliott, and like even that is enough. That something like that is enough for me to show me that there is enough creative energy behind this. You know what I mean? That that is going to push yes. in a different direction than what they started out as. They got to grow. Mm-hmm. And yet, yet another instance of support with Missy Elliott, like directing the video. Period. Like for because, yeah. like. Yeah. The the exposure they got, even though they were already big when this when this came out, but like the the added exposure they got with like one Missy Elliott being a just like video goddess, yeah. like anything with Missy Elliott and video in the same sentence, I'm checking it out. Like no <laughs> matter what it is, I'm watching. So that alone brought so many eyes to that music video. Who yeah. were to a music video that might have just been pushed into the void, and like their fans heard it, but not too many other people heard it. Mm-hmm. But because of that like they got so many more people just like listening to that song and seeing the video just because of the Missy cosign. Yeah. So another dope thing. Yeah. What about you, Catherine? How you feel about City Girls? I think I think they're in a really good spot. I think they're they're pretty solid in this category of I'm excited to see what's next. Because yeah. in addition to Missy Elliott being involved with that music video. They were on Good News with Megan Thee Stallion, Mm -hmm. right? And they have a song with Cardi B. Like, they're, I think, cementing themselves in this group Mm -hmm. to be around for a while. They're not, I don't think they're, like, producing as fast as some other folks. Yes. Like, you don't see them on every feature, but I think that also sort of comes with the nature of there being two of them. And I think they're moving well, in my opinion, for there to be two of them and for them Mm -hmm. to remain City Girls and not this be a launching pad for just one of their careers. Yes. Um, And it seems like they're they're careful in that. And I like that, that this is still I still see a future for. City Girls. Now, we might listen to this in 10 years and I'll be like, dang, sorry. <laughs> right. But, you know, it does seem like they're together establishing themselves in these ranks. And I'm really excited to see how they continue to do that, because I do think that for a while that was their niche. Like they were different because there were just two. Like, mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm really excited to see what comes next. I'm really I love the collaboration that they've had so far, particularly um, and there are some folks where I'm like, all right, all right, I'm excited to hear you, like enough with the features. <laughs> but with City Girl, I'm, City Girls, I really feel like it's they're good. They're they're they really enhance the features, like when they mm-hmm. are there with other folks. Yeah, and I think it was a real testament the fact that you know they they were, had released their very first single, and then like six months after that, JT went to jail, and she was in jail for like almost two years. And the fact that now, one, I guess that they like still managed to like make music during that period, but that they were like, all right, you in jail for like two years. We was just getting ready to like get on our, our grind and, and get on our rise. Let's just keep going. And they just like put out a mixtape, mm-hmm. put out their debut album while she was still in, in jail. And it's just like, and people really, we was like, yo, we going to wait around for y'all to be at full strength yeah. so that we can, so that we can keep this going. And so that was a testament that they didn't even fall off. Like when JT was, was in prison, I was like, Oh, okay. They got something. They got something. Um, I, as far as like their music specifically for me, I, 
like I'm not their target demographic. You know what I mean? Like, like <laughs> yeah. when they when they rapping, they ain't talking to me. They ain't talking about me. <laughs> so um, a, a full album from them is usually just like okay. There's like a couple tracks like like act up. It's like yo. Yeah, you know, yeah, this yeah. my this my joint. This my joint. Like I, I listen to that all the time. But like a whole project is just not for me. But like I see where they're going, and I see, you know, their uncompromising attitude, their catalog of club anthems, the women empowerment anthems, mm-hmm. the support from all the other artists. Like they're gonna be all right, and I can see how they are where they are. You know. Yeah, and I think it even it even goes back. I, I mean, you like we were saying as well, like as part of that growth is going to mean them finding ways to break into other markets, finding ways mm-hmm. to break. And you can see them starting to do it by jumping on tracks with Doja Cat. Like, I feel like that brings them, yes, it's hip hop, but like we all know Doja kind of sits in that hip hop slash pop <laughs> arena. So yes. she is going to, hopefully they'll be able to adopt a bigger audience in that regard. I was looking it up just a second ago to see like some of their awards and they've won a few awards in like for the BET awards, like which again is a specific market. So it's like looking at that. And then from there, I think I've seen that they have won, uh, I think it's a BBMA or something like that award. Oh, okay. Other awards that they have won. It's like, okay, now you can start to see the, the levels of them either jumping on with other people and hopefully that influencing their music to allow them to be like, okay, we can go do a country track and still, it can still be, we can still have people twerking and still have people, you know, you know, turning up because country right. is just as prevalent in a lot of the communities that we're talking about. Like if we're looking at the regions that she's talking about, like if I'm not, are they from, they're from the South, right? If I'm not mistaken. I can't remember where from city girls. Yeah. Are they, they from, from Miami, Miami. Okay. My, okay. Yeah. So like, I feel like that brings a certain culture and a certain vibe. And, and right now that's who they're speaking to. And I want to see them continue to speak to more people because it's just only going to help them, you know, being yeah. able to cross over into those other genres. Completely agree. Do you all have any uh, any other favorite songs from City Girls besides Act Up? So you may have more than I do. I think you I'm like, you. That's I'm not their target audience by any means. <laughs> A few of their songs, um, I think, will have me, you know. You know how you how you showed the bopping like on a case. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. I know. Act, I mean, like you said, Act Up is probably the most prevalent one right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is sort of jumping ahead, but bring it back. Do here. it on the tip. Is Megan's song that City Girls were on? Got you. When they hopped on. Bruh, it was like <laughs> butter. Like <laughs> it was just so smooth like i could just go back and just replay that part of the song yeah and that was the one where i'm like pause i need to do more research which one was this <laughs> who was this like what yeah. like, what is happening and that song like i can just listen to over and over and over again um as one of my favorites you know like i tell you every time um you know we talk about your your academy vote that i would probably mm-hmm. be you know, just very basic and, you know, you have to be okay with that. And in that regard, you know, Flute Out is definitely still like has a place in my heart. Okay. Um, that's one of their songs that I definitely mess with too. Um, you know. I'm saving all of these so I can let them them again. I think, and I think honestly, you, I feel like you brought up a good point though, even in just what you were saying, like as you were going through the songs, you even brought it up and do it on the tip. Like, yes, that's Megan's song. But like, even as I'm looking through, honestly, a lot of the songs that I feel like speak to me are the ones that are typically have a feature or where she's, they're featured. Yes. Or 
she's the, you know the featuring with someone else like there's so many of the songs i'm like okay like i remember this song. oh no that one definitely hits and i'm like oh i didn't know that wasn't them oh i didn't even realize they were on there like there's a couple yeah. of times on here i'm like yo ant for example by 21 savage says says something by uh money bag yo like those songs where they featured that's where i'm like okay keep doing that feature thing because i want that to influence your music i want you to bring all yes. of that and be like, ooh, now I'm gonna throw this this vibe on. Ooh, now I'm gonna do this, and it's still gonna hit. It's still gonna continue to help y'all rise. So, yeah, I yeah. can see it. it's on the way. It's definitely you can see it. You know, brewing essentially. It's just you know, give it time. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. Okay, do it on a tip is a perfect segue into our our next tier, Megan the Stallion. Yeah. Um, League of her own. Megan's <laughs> Megan's so good. She she came into the game when hip hop had kind of begun to relax his stance that like women in hip hop needed to compete against each other head to head for the top spot. Like we had after the Nikki Cardi stuff, which we'll which we'll get into, like I think hip hop as a whole was like, all right, maybe maybe we can coexist. Maybe maybe we, it doesn't have to be like this. Right. Um and so Megan and City Girls, they kind of came in at the same time. They kind of like slid in at that moment where it's like, we don't need to compare them to each other. We can just enjoy them for what they give. And, you know, Megan came in influenced by Southern artists like Pimp C, three, six mafia. She had unwavering confidence in herself and her sexuality. She was wrapping her ass off with crazy flows. Her delivery was ironclad. She had Anthem after Anthem celebrating women bucking back against ancient men. Like she was easy to root for. Yeah. Um, she was doing numbers. She got her two number one songs, like we mentioned, with the help of Beyonce and Cardi. She got three Grammys already. I think the Grammys are happening tomorrow. She's nominated for two more. Um, like she's carved her own lane of success, proving mm-hmm. herself to be possibly the best rapper in her city right now. Mm-hmm. And she's also been a role model for so many women, especially after she went back to school while being a whole ass rapper. And she yeah. was like, you know what? I told my, I forget who it was, somebody in her family, maybe her grandma or something. She was like, I told her I was going to go back to school, get my bachelor's. So she did. She went and got a bachelor's of science in health mm-hmm. administration. Like that's, that's wild. That's wild being a whole ass rapper and doing that. But Megan's too dope. And I love that she's also been like a very welcoming presence uh, for women in hip hop and that she's also trying to support people. Uh, she just seems like a really, really nice woman. <laughs> so, how, how do you all feel about Megan? I mean, Megan is a household staple around here. <laughs> Megan. I don't know. And it's, honestly, I feel like it, it probably coincided more so with us moving to Texas, like Megan's rise. But it just seems like Megan is a way bigger deal down here than anywhere else. And it's like, oh, anytime, I go out, anytime on the radio, like you're always going to hear some Megan that comes on along the way. And like you said, I mean, I have hadn't heard a rap. There wasn't a, a, a female rapper that had been able to attack a verse in the way that she was doing. Yes. That, like that for me, but in a way that I felt like I could spit to also not kind of like in, in a direct uh, competition of what we were just saying about city girls. They don't make music for me. I, I don't feel like Megan makes music for me, but Megan definitely makes music that I know all the lyrics to. I know how to yes. know the beat going to drop. You know what I mean? Because I feel like it's more in her regard. It's, it's been more so about just, honestly spitting that hot shit and i feel like she does a really good job of it i feel like she's very talented and also as we can see with her just recent degree she's smart (laughs) right that really is the recipe right there if you can get some get a rapper that's also smart 
they will continue to to grow to continue to grow and rise and and be successful and have a great career. And I feel like she's only only at the beginning of that, considering how much she's collaborating. Like that's my favorite part of it is knowing like every time every time you know something Megan come out, it's like yo, who gonna be on the track with her? Because <laughs> anytime anytime she's doing it, like it's just there's always some type of intentionality intentionality behind it. it's creative as fuck. Yeah, it's gonna buy. <laughs> <It's gonna buy. laughs> yeah. What about you, Catherine? You know, I have a lot of respect for Megan Thee Stallion. Mm-hmm. Like, so much respect for what she is doing. Like, I feel like the persistence that she is demonstrated is just next level. She. Mm-hmm has carved out a space for herself without stepping necessarily on any other female rapper. You know what I'm saying? Like, you feel like she stepped on a couple people that needed to get stepped on, you know, who needed (laughs) to be put back in their place. Uh Um, But like, I feel like Megan forces me out of sort of that, that basic brand that I was like very committed to being okay with because when, for example, Shots Fire came out, I was like, I mean, okay, yeah, this is a bop. Like, what what else? Like, this was just the intro, you know, for her album. And then I learned the history behind it and that beat. And I was like, oh, I wonder if she, like, does this other times. And there are just so many nods to, like, the fact that she also grew up in hip-hop, you know? Like, I don't yes. feel like she relies as heavy on, like, the name dropping as much as, like, when you listen to her flows, when you listen to what she's spitting, like, she knows the history. She is someone that has a very deep respect for what she is contributing to. And I think that's why what she puts out is so fire. Like, yeah, we don't have to talk about the bridge to, to, to Cardi and that bracket just yet. But with WAP, that wasn't guaranteed airtime. The exactly. song itself was a risk yeah. and it went hard. Like, that that alone, that level of risk, but with the collaboration and, and you know, foundation of another person's fan base to be like, no, this will go hard because we both will make it so. And we're mm-hmm. going to, like, carve out this space for this to be all right and for anybody to question it, to have to sit there in the mirror and discuss exactly why this is inappropriate for us to do, but not for us to be a feature on for somebody else. Like, <laughs> yeah. And I think that the level that, that Megan does that through history, like the way that she's able to bring it across time through some of her beats, through some of her nods and her lyrics and her flows, but also just such a realness where I'm watching an anime and I'm like, oh, I knew that because of a Megan lyric. Like, what? I didn't even know that that was a real character in an anime. Like, she still seems very true to herself. Yes. So deeply aware of what she's committing and contributing to the culture. And that's that's why I feel like she's at this such a pivotal place in her career. Because if anybody could do it and go hip-hop all the way to the top and, and stay there, I do think it would be Megan. But... I mean, there are so many paths ahead of her, and I'm so mm-hmm. excited for her to be able to do this. I just really hope, genuinely, that she doesn't just drop off the face of the earth and is, like, working in some hospital in Houston. Like, all right, y'all, that was real. Don't um, right. use this healthcare <laughs> administration degree. Um, because, like, I'm really excited. Like, she is just a tier above that I'm excited for what's next. Like, if I had to be cut off from all Megan music, 
for the rest of time. Like I would be okay with what I have already, but mm-hmm. I would know sort of like Lauren Hill that I was waiting for more. Like she was at that, that peak of greatness. So yeah, um, those are in short, my feelings. I am a huge Megan fan. Um, one of my friends gave me my birthday present, like wrapped in Megan's, uh, <laughs> magazine photo shoot. Uh, <laughs> she like tore it out from the magazine and wrapped with it. That's uh, dope. But yeah, like I just it's just a deep respect, you know. Yeah, and I I like what you said earlier about how she's in a nice pivotal place where she wants to kind of get to Cardi and Nikki. She might have to make some decisions about like, all right, you want to go a little bit more pop, and you know I have seen her do that a little bit. Like, I think she's trying to make those decisions. She has, I, I, I never really like listened to this song too much, but I know it was a big deal. Cause everybody loves that BTS group. And she hopped on the remix of their song. I think it's called butter or something like that. And everybody was like, that's a big deal. Big crossover deal. I know she just released a song with like do a leaper or somebody mm-hmm. like last week or something. Mm-hmm. So I think I, I like that because I do think that she is starting to think that way. And she's like, all right, I, I got, you know, I got some Grammys. I got some success. Like if I want to keep going, keep reaching the next level, like what do I have to do? So I like that she's thinking about that. Yeah. 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 It just seems like an investment in long term consistent. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I feel like the path forward for Megan is like, hopefully not burnout. That's mm-hmm. where she's a little akin to Lauren Hill. Like, at this point, like, hopefully not burnout. Does it include some pop or mm-hmm. the million other options that she will carve out or create for herself? And mm-hmm. I think that's what is the most exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. All right, let's let's jump to the to the next tier. We got Nikki and Cardi, and I actually want to let's talk about Nikki first, um, because I I like talking about Cardi, uh, kind of in reference to Nikki and like some of the, the ways their careers have passed out. So I want to start with Nikki and then we can go to Cardi. 
Um, what what do you all? How do you all feel about Nicki Minaj? She's a prolific figure in hip hop at this point, and there are a lot of uh, opinions about her in many different ways. So I'm curious how you all feel about her. You know, I've got a lot of feelings about uh-huh. Nicki Minaj um, because when Nicki Minaj came out, like I wanted to be such a fan. And for a long time, I was. Mm-hmm. And I think to what Devin was saying earlier, I think part of what I have, um, I still have plenty of respect for Nicki Minaj, but I think one of the small challenges that I have is that I don't feel like she continued to evolve. Like, I can count on a very basic rhyme scheme from Nicki mm-hmm. Minaj, even like on features, like we're going to rhyme tape with tape and we're going <laughs> to like that, you know what I'm saying? But like her, her lyrics are still very, you know, like hard. Like she, she says her message gets across, but the way that like, I'm going to just try to throw out a year, like a, the way that like 2011 mm-hmm. Catherine was excited about Nicki Minaj is not, yes. I could say that I am in 2022 You know what I'm saying? I I was really hoping for her to have evolved a little bit more in maintaining that spot at the top. But I think that she still like she surprised me in the avenue that she took. You know, like I'm not against the, the, the direction that she chose. Like she still played a extremely pivotal role in the presence of women in the rap industry. You know, I think that. She's done a lot, but it's it's little lyrics like no Grammy, still a goat, though, that just feel a little bit above, like a little bit beneath Nikki. Like, yeah, you know that you're great in your own right. It's when you try to take over that lane, like all the lanes, like no Nikki without a Grammy. There are many ways that we would argue that you are not the goat. Like, I'm sorry, <laughs> but like you are OK. In this other lane over here that is badly. Uh-huh. Um. And and that's the way that I want her history to be respected in that she, without her, there would not be, I don't think, space for a lot of the the women in rap that there are now. Um, yeah. There was just such a critical bridge that we talked about, like that Nikki really filled and the span of time where like everything was coming up Nikki. Like she had every feature. She was the the top name because there wasn't much competition when there became competition is when I I sort of felt that, that falter a bit. Um, But yeah, I I don't want to, I don't want to tear her down for sure. She's definitely um, very, very, very important, but yeah, I'll leave it there. I'll (laughs) leave it there because I mean, back in, yeah, I'll leave it there. Sorry. No, no, no. I, I think you made a lot of good points. What about, let's go to you, Devin. How you feel about Nikki? I think very similar to my, like, opinions on Megan. Like, I feel like she really did serve as a very pivotal, pivotal, pivotal bridge between generations. Mm-hmm. Like, being able, being able to hold the mantle in the way that she did for the amount of time that she did allowed for a lot of other people to come in and be able to continue to rise and, and achieve new heights. Um, 
on the flip side, when I look at like her awards and nominations, she almost seems like the second best in everything. Mm. And it's like, <clears throat> like she was close. Yeah, he was close. But like, it almost feels like if I'm, and, and, and the way I look at this, if I'm being real, like Lauren Hill is like, if I'm looking at top rappers, I put Lauren Hill as number one. And then I could put Nikki as like a number two, number three, and I would rotate mm-hmm. the hell out of that the entire time. Like she would never just be number two. Um, and I don't think that's her fault. But like I said, I do think that, like you said, with her having no competition, it did allow for her to be herself, which allowed for her to continue to help the future generation define what the hell they wanted to be, which is why we have so many other rappers that we could talk about now. I was just, mm-hmm. I wrote a list out earlier of like other rappers and people that I was hearing about look just doing research online. And it's like mm-hmm. there are a lot of new female rappers out here that are doing really good things that I like you we've all mentioned have probably would not be there without the Nicki Minaj's of the world or without the the Lil Kim's and everyone else from back in the day mm-hmm. trainers. But they're still with Nicki, like it always feels like second best. It always feels like no matter what, we always gonna get her. We like we gonna get like that eighty five to ninety percent effort, but we ain't never gonna get that hundred percent. Like mm-hmm. even in the early days, like we said, it, it seemed very, very like her career, the uh, her approach to music, her approach to lyrics and, and writing seemed very consistent the entire time. So I would kind of like Kat mentioned, like never disrespect her because, again, she did serve as a very important piece of hip hop. But as the second best, in my opinion, as the third best, in my opinion, and I don't ever see slotting her up, you know, for me. OK. That's fair. I think I want to come back and say uh-huh. that I think for Nikki, yeah, the same way that I said I was really proud of City Girls for keeping their image together and not feeling like a launching pad for just one, I could see Nikki's overall image like as a 80-year-old woman not necessarily having been her rap career. Kind of like Latifah when people are like, wait, wait, wait. She used to rap? I'm like, what? <laughs> what do you mean? She used to rap. Right. Like, <laughs> this did not start at Living Single. Like, what do you mean? So yeah. the way I see Nikki is a little bit more like an artist, like more as a complete artist. And like, there's still a little bit of like, maybe she was a theater kid in me, you know, <laughs> when I look at her overall career. And I say uh-huh. that. Because I, I see Nikki in cartoons. And like when when I was growing up, it was it was definitely a thing to see like R&B rapper, I mean, R&B artists and other folks like in cartoons and on TV. But I think Nikki's voice is so versatile that she does that so well, even just spitting her own lyrics. Yeah. When she's just rapping, that it was easy for her to make that jump. And she does have that background in artistry that like I'm really excited to see how she continues to evolve because I do think that's something she leaned into well she's retired more than more than once I think that <laughs> she's like all right I'm out of this but she's still contributing she's still contributing in other, other ways like an angry birds movie an ice age movie or something oh, yeah. else like, she's like really out here just producing as an artist and yes. I think that's where I have a broader respect for for Nikki as long as she continues to evolve and keeping her space, how how she sees it in a way that embodies her art, I think that that she'll continue to grow. Like, will she ever get into that number one spot or knock Lauren Hill out in my heart? Probably not. But overall, as an artist, I think that she can continue to remain relevant and continue to 
keep the respect of, of folks in a broader, you know, less like following of Twitter, you know, yeah. like, you know, things like that. Yeah. I, here's how I feel about, about Nicki Minaj. Let us know. Now, now personally, just like music aside, just like Nicki Minaj as a, as a character, I'm not too fond of like, just outside of the music, I'm not too fond of like the, how she portrays herself to, to us. Um, she, she said a lot of obnoxious things. We don't even have to mention who she's married to or her family and like all of that aside, (laughs) like there's, there's even been the way that she's like talked to and about like the other artists in the game now, like we, we can go into a whole episode about the beefs Nicki Minaj has had specifically with other female artists, her peers. And I do think um, a lot of that, at least the specifically the Remy beef and the Cardi beef came with the fact that when she got in the game, there wasn't a lot of competition for her to compete exactly. with. So she was making all these songs talking about, yo, all these rappers is my sons. And, and she's talking about the men too, but like, the female rappers is like, well, I mean, it's, there there aren't that many that are really trying to be as successful or achieving the success as you. And then Remy got out of jail, and then Cardi came in, and it's like, oh, it's actually some people out here who <laughs> who doing something. Yeah. And it seemed like she felt threatened, and so then all of the the kind of petty stuff that surrounded Nicki started, yep. and that's how a lot of that stuff happened. It's like a changing of the guard in a way, like yeah. That's why I really look at her as that bridge. But like, I feel like being that bridge means that uh, unfortunately you have to reach back and pull people forward ahead of you in front of you. But you got to be humble enough to know what it is you're doing for the culture, for the for your generation and knowing also what you're trying to get rid of, which is that unnecessary unnecessarily competing when we don't really need to compete we can share and all eat right here but instead we mm-hmm. out here crabs in a barrel pulling all of us <laughs> all the other ones down around around us at the same time but isn't yeah. that sort of how nikki came into the game like didn't yeah. she feel like she can't doesn't it didn't it feel like she came into the spotlight by like directly attacking Lil Kim, who was fine in her retirement, minding her business, <laughs> and was like, "Let me come dust off a couple things because why are you coming for me?" Like, like I was at home, right? My like, it yes, it, I'm Betty Crocker. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Like, I was, I was trying to look at Nikki like as a whole, but there's a lot to look past yeah. for sure. Like, yes. you are absolutely right in that regard, and some of those. Statements were very broad reaching when when uh there was no one else to be competing with. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But like it, it's all of that is disappointing to me because when she came in, like there's that like dirty money freestyle that she did when she was just like on the streets, just like rapping, doing a freestyle. And that was the freestyle where it was like, yo, she can really rap. And then that was also the one where like Remy Ma thought she she sent a shot because she was saying something about Queen of Rap or whatever. Mm-hmm. Lil' Kim was like, she not, she's not like talking about who came before her or paying homage. But like she released that. And then she got some buzz with some mixtapes. Um her Beam Me Up Scotty mixtape is probably my favorite project of her, period, including the albums. <laughs> but then she had that monster verse on Kanye's My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. The monster verse was career defining moment for her. Yeah. Like 
she she came in and was like, I'm going to outwrap every single person on this song, and you're gonna start talking about whether I am the best rapper. Like she hadn't even put out a debut album. But mm-hmm. she she watched Jay-Z, Rick Ross, Kanye on their on own song, and we was like, yo, Nikki got something. The problem is, I don't think she's rapped as good as she has on Monster since Monster. Like, I haven't heard a Nikki verse where I was like, yo, this is one of the best verses I've ever heard. I don't think I've heard that since Monster. Like, she immediately went the pop route when she dropped her album, talking, singing about starships, and she's doing all of this, all of this singing in general. It's like, where is the Nikki? that was out rapping right. Jay-Z in his prime. Like I want that Nikki on an album, but, and I'm not saying she hasn't like released any, like, you know, rap rap song she has, she's been doing some good rapping, but it's just, it's not what I expected. I expected more. I was like, when you come in so hard like that, I expect you to like first album at least to give me like some, some bangers, like some, some best Nicki Minaj verses. And I didn't get it. I got a lot of pop Katy Perry like music, and I was mm-hmm. like, "What? What is this?" And then she did that for like three more albums. And at that point, I'm like, "And then you include all the personal stuff." And I'm like, "I don't think I like you anymore." Yeah. <laughs> like, like, as a human, as a human, I'm not a fan. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's how I feel about Nikki. While everything we said, I, I respect how you know she brought hip hop back to the mainstream for female rappers at that time, and she. I love what you said about how she she took up space there and held that space there yeah. enough time for more artists to be able to come in and like do what she was doing. Like that is that's priceless what what she did for for women in in hip hop. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, musically, I just didn't feel like she she did enough to to warrant everything else. So that that was rough for me on Nicki. It was just like. If she dropped an album tomorrow, I don't think I would be super excited. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and, I, and that's why I was, and even as, as I was like reflecting on like listen, hearing you, li- listening to you, listening to Kat, but then also reflecting what I was saying, she don't have to come out of my top three in general. Like, I think if we're going to really talk about where Nikki will fall based on today's artists included, like not even considering the fact that they may not have as much content because yeah. I feel like a lot like Chica, for example, I feel like is one of the yes. Is dope as hell and is going to continue to be dope as hell. Continue to do stuff. She's doing movie soundtracks. She's doing actual like you know TV shows. Like so, it's I know it's her her route is going to be bigger and she's going to continue to develop lyrically in a way that Nikki didn't and won't. You know what I mean? We that one and we've seen already. Unfortunately, she hasn't. So I I can understand why you dislike why the dislike. <laughs> I just I wanted I wanted so much more from her, you know, and she just. She didn't really deliver, yeah. um, but but it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because what what she what she has given the game is important enough that it's like, all right, that's fine. We'll look past this. Um, yeah. I wish that the mainstream world knew Nicki Minaj for the reasons that she should be known for. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like she's gonna she's more broadly known for some of her pop hits when. Yep. Like. And her controversies. <laughs> and, and and exactly. And her in the media. And that kind of feels to me, this is a poor comparison. I'm going to make it anyway. It kind of makes me feel like when people are like, oh, yeah, I love Indiari. I am not my hair. It's my favorite. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, that's not that's even true. the best. 
when people are like, oh my gosh, I love Nicki Minaj. Like, I'm like, yeah. oh, sure you do. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I think that it's it's a perfect example of the both end. Like she made a very important commitment, contribution to the the space, but and yeah. <laughs> and there's a lot of questionable situations that led to her being able to hold the the top for as long as she did. Yeah, I agree. All right, let's let's talk about let's talk about Cardi. Um I I love Cardi B because she took a completely different route into the game, falling into hip hop through reality TV. You know, she was on Love and Hip Hop for like a couple of seasons. Um, she released some singles here and there. No, no movement, really. Nothing crazy. But then she released Bodak Yellow and everything changed. Everything changed. She released that song and like women everywhere was like, yes. They were like, we, we bow. Like this is, this is now yours. <laughs> like, yep. Take it. And she was, she was gangsta. She was, she was hood. She was fly and she was authentic. She was the people's champ. Like Cardi came in and was like, yes, go Cardi, do what you got to do. Um, she started racking up so many accolades, winning Grammys that Nikki couldn't win doing numbers that Nikki's never done. Like Nikki's never had a solo number one song. Like the two number one she had was with six, nine and Doja cat. Like they weren't just like a solo song. Mm-hmm. And like the thing about all the success Nikki was having when she, when she was on her rise is that, that no competition thing. She was able to do these crazy numbers when like nobody else was really competing. But then Cardi came in and she's surpassing everything Nikki did number wise. She's breaking okay. records that Nikki might have set or that Nikki couldn't reach. Like Cardi's out here breaking Lauren Hill records. Like exactly. that's that's crazy numbers. She's the first female rapper to get a diamond song, like over 10 million units. And then she got two more of those. She got three diamond songs. I think Bodak is diamond. I like it. And then that Maroon 5 song. That's like the fact that that Maroon Five song is Diamond is all Cardi. Ain't no Maroon Five song going going mm. Diamond unless it was like like songs about Jane type Maroon Five. Like no new Maroon Five song is going Diamond. So like, right? She's a spectacle to watch, and I think um, we've all just kind of been waiting with bated breath breath for her her second album because we were like, we just want to see if the magic is still there because like what we're witnessing is so damn special. It's like hard to believe that it can keep going, but it's just like, like I, I want you to like keep succeeding because one, I mentioned like just how authentic of a person she is and how she's been helping all the other artists in the game. And I just think that, I think that's dope. Um, but yeah, Cardi B, how do you all feel about her? Yo, it's the personality for me, man. Like as you yeah. were saying, I think there's all those other pieces of it too, but she really brings her personality out in her music. I feel even though we know that there are times where she's using ghostwriters, like I feel like there's still a lot of Cardi that you need to really make those words come to life and really yep. make songs come to life. And, you know, I was looking it up earlier too. Um, I think be careful with me, I think was written by Lauren Hill or producer. Lauren Hill has some involvement in that mm-hmm. and apparently won an award as a result. And I'm like, yeah, but, like, could 
Lauren Hill definitely could have sung sung that song and won an award. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Cardi really made that song what it was and made it that playful kind of you know bop based on how she was able to still attack the 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 her her core. I mean, excuse me, her her verse. But then also when it came to the chorus, it was a little bit more playful. You saw her voice kind of change. And that's what I even was mentioned earlier with Bia. Like Bia's got that soft voice thing, but like, yo, change it up. Like, give me something else. <laughs> yeah. Cardi was able to give me something else in that moment. And I feel like that's partly why we haven't seen another album from her. Like, we'll get, I think we will. Don't get me wrong, but. Oh yeah, we will. I think with with the foundation that she was able to establish with her mixtape, mixtape, and then her album. And then after that, for her to, continue to just be a collaborator and continue to jump on tracks and not all as a feature like there have been a couple of these songs that have been legit her and someone else's song where they're literally splitting this you know 50 50 and Uh you know those are the types of things i I enjoy seeing because back in the day it was always feature always feature (laughs) yeah which means you were only getting a certain amount of money which means you were only getting a certain amount of clout when it came to me searching for this on apple music like or, or searching for it on any type of domain like they, those things really give those give that song a lot of power and a lot of play. And it's like this song is going to get views, whether they look up uh, Cardi B or whether they look up, you know, who anybody else that's on the track. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's so many songs that she's been able to benefit herself and others by by taking that route that just like Isaiah Rashad, just like, you know, some of the other people. I don't know if we'll see another album from from her for a little bit. And I think it's mm-hmm. OK. Like, I think she's still doing her thing. Being a, a a workhorse essentially, if we you know shout out TOTB uh, 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 annual awards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about you, Catherine? Again, just another artist that I have so much respect for. You know, like I, although Cardi only has one album, like I still don't feel like I'm ever at a loss for like. Oh, I wonder what she's doing, you know, like she's still out here. And like the approach that she has taken of having so many singles or or features or collaborative songs Mm -hmm. since then, I think is another one that reminds me a lot of Nikki. I mean, I'm sorry. Megan, (laughs) pardon me. Run that back. Reminds me a lot of Megan. Like it's a very strategic approach to the game. And like. When I and I'm not gonna speak too much to something that I don't know too much about, but I do see that there's like with when there was beef between Cardi and Nikki, I feel like both of them, like regardless of how that that ended, I think both of them left that with the resolve to do better by other women in the industry. And I think that is what made it fire because mm-hmm. Motorsport could have been the start and end of it all. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know? And it, it wasn't. It wasn't. And I, I've seen Cardi evolve in so many ways since that and really stake her claim early and often that she is doing something different, that she is going to carve this lane out for herself, like in her personal life, in her music. And I love it. I love mm-hmm. all of the ways that she has found a way to the top. I really feel like 
it, it, I know it's not this simple, but to oversimplify it, I feel like she sat down with somebody and was like, all right, so how do I be the greatest? And they were like, you got to figure out a way to do this, this, and this. She's like, bet. Like <laughs> any possible way to do those things. I just yeah. feel like she's been given some sort of like guidebook. And she's like, I know how to get to the top because there's not a single avenue where I feel like, for example, the way I felt about Nikki and that, like, the way that mainstream America knows Nikki is not the Nikki that I want mainstream America to mm-hmm. know. I don't feel that way with Cardi. I feel like she's been very strategic in how she has presented herself that every community is going to have her as a staple within it without her necessarily having to compromise who she is. Like, I love that she casually uses Spanglish throughout her rap. I love that she says that she'll speak money in both languages. Like, don't don't try to play about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love that she didn't have to compromise. She didn't go jumping on whack tracks, you know, when she decided to do her, 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 her work in English and Spanish, you know, yeah. she mm-hmm. was partnering with folks that were just as fire as she was. And yeah. that is what I have so much respect for. Like Cardi is a really, really great artist and she is so strategic in her work that she never really leaves her fans wanting more. She's always going to be relevant at a festival. She's always going to be relevant, you know, to make a tour. And she doesn't, I mean, she, I'm, don't get me wrong, I'm excited and waiting, like you said, with bated breath for another album from her. But she's giving me enough content that as a fan, I'm not disappointed in the meantime. Like I am constantly finding mm-hmm. reasons to root for her, which is how, and again, that she differs from somebody who holds the same category as her, but it can be very hard to root for Nicki Minaj in the ways that Cardi can sometimes make it very easy in the whole branding of authenticity right like people love to say that they're authentic but i think that in cardi's music it shows up that she's the same in a lot of her different features in the same way that um what was it the oscars that megan the stallion was out here doing a remix to bruno mm-hmm. oh yeah like, we don't talk about you know, i was so surprised to see fire. her walk out yeah. she brought fire to bruno when Cardi is doing these features, she is still bringing Cardi to a Maroon yes. 5 song mm-hmm. where she's not compromising, in my opinion, who she is or that brand of authenticity just because she's featuring on different types of music. And I just I love Cardi and the way that she has decided to stake her spot in this industry, because I don't think it's going anywhere. I think it's definitely going to be one that stands the test of time. It's not one I'm going to feel bad in 10 years <laughs> when I come no. back to listen to this. Yeah. And um, I think seeing her release singles like WAP and Up post her debut album, it was like, okay, I, she still got the juice. I was oh, like, yeah. all right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, don't make me get back in there. Here's a little. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, like you. Okay, this ain't this ain't a, a one time thing. Like when she when she comes back and drops her sophomore album, which I think we could see it this year. I think we could see it next year. Like when she comes back and drops it, it's gonna be huge. It's gonna do crazy numbers. It will probably do bigger numbers than Invasion of Privacy. Like she's she's I think she's here to stay. And like the people yeah. have shown that we're like we're like we're what we'll welcome you. Like <laughs> yeah. stay as long as you like. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Because, like, every song on Invasion of Privacy went hard in a different way. Like, when we were deciding how we were going to do this episode, I felt that some of these artists would be at a disadvantage for having only one studio album or mm. one, 
you know, mixtape that's in the mainstream. But if I had to just judge Cardi off of Invasion of Privacy, she still is in this rank all by herself. Yeah. And I can't say that for a lot of these other artists if I'm just judging one of their albums, yeah. alone their first one. Because yep. Invasion of Privacy knocked everybody out of this spot. Like, I didn't even know to follow things like How Fast a Song Goes Gold or, you know, Platinum. And I mean... That's another thing that's so beautiful about Cardi B. Like when I was on social media, she taught me how to be a fan of hers. She posted her own stats. Look she at did. the secret I just broke. Look at how <laughs> nobody's done this before me. She groomed her. That her personality. Yeah, right? she groomed she people to be like, you will clap for me. Here's how. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> like, thank you, Cardi. I will clap. <laughs> that's a really good point. She really, she really was out here like, yo, I just broke this record. Here's what it is. Thank you. <laughs> thank me. Yeah, don't forget, don't forget who it is. that's dope that's dope okay those are the the five artists did y'all have any other points you wanted to hit no i mean i think outside of that i wanted to shout out some folks but oh yeah uh, just like other other artists that i feel like are like on their way or people that i've really enjoyed listening to i think i already mentioned chica being one of them as yes like young and emerging she's yeah. amazing um and I know I've sent I sent you some of her music, but Dochi, if you haven't heard of Dochi, Dochi just signed with Top Dog uh, ENT just recently. Um, she was also featured on Isaiah Rashad's The House Is Burning recently. Yeah, well. that was like her first little opening, I feel. And then after that, I stumbled on her as somebody that Apple Music really highlighted in you know one of their weekly highlights. And if you get a chance, just her Dochi is I think one of those people that will definitely be on the rise. She just released a music video too. Nice. Um, we've already shouted out Bia. Uh, I think outside of that, Rico Nasty is another one that I've I've gone back and forth on Rico only because <laughs> she falls outside of hip hop in a way that I am not familiar with, which is a little bit more rock slash punk focused. Yeah, yeah. More screamer, ah, you know, uh-huh. type music, and it's like it's cool, but some of that stuff I don't always get down with. But she does do a lot of stuff where she will mix that with hip hop. And I'm like, okay, now I can get down. Yeah. So like Rico yeah. is definitely somebody else. I've already mentioned Doja Cat. I don't want to talk too much more about Doja Cat. I think, <laughs> like I said, that I didn't realize she was on her third studio album, though. I didn't realize she had made it that far. Like I thought mm. she was still in like her mixtape phase, but um mo- her most recent album, definitely a bop. I definitely will play that one for a while. Yeah. Um and apparently it's been it, it was like second on the charts for like three weeks in a row, which I thought was Oh yeah, she'd been doing numbers with Planet Her. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um the the next two are the ones I'm more familiar with, Little Sims, which I think I know we've talked oh. about. Didn't realize she had been another one. I feel like kind of like Bia in the industry for like ten years, something like that. Yeah, never really able to break that glass. I think you know really break out, um, which would technically put her in around the same time as Nicki Minaj, like being at her top. But like you know, I think it was her. Little Sims brought a different element. You know, she just came with a different direction. Listen, listen to her gray album. Yes, yes. That gray album is crazy. Yeah. Crazy. One I found out about today uh, was Lotto. I don't know if you've heard much about Lotto. She used to go by Mulatto. Yeah, she changed her name, yeah. But we were listening to a song with her, Lil Wayne, and Childish Gambino called Sunshine earlier. Bro, (laughs) I was like, okay, Lotto, you got me. Like, I definitely, like, and it, it almost, it feels very similar to, like, Megan, like she's just doing an eight an ATL version of, of what Megan is doing in Houston. Yep. This is ATL music. This is who I am, and this is how it has influenced my life. Same thing as Megan, I feel like in Houston. Um, yeah, she's she's got a big following. Um, I think 
an even bigger following since she changed her name. Like mm-hmm. it was, I, it was, she almost got like pressured into changing her name, to be honest. Um, but yeah, she's she's really dope. She can flow, and she just released uh, she just released a project last week, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seven seven seven. Yep, that's the album. Yeah. Uh, yep, yep. So yeah, I definitely recommend that one. Um, last two, Koi LeRae and Su- and Saweetie. I think we've heard Saweetie a lot. Oh, Saweetie, yeah. I was like, that's one of my favorites. Koi LeRae is one I'm not super familiar with, though. I'll be honest. I've heard her on some things, but Saweetie, I know. I definitely was like, yeah, that's the name I definitely know. Um, yeah. And then other than that, we touched on everybody else. So I, I've uh, um, I've appreciated this topic. This was a nice topic, especially to be able to reflect on and like think deeply and and and, and intentionally about um, the women in hip hop and like how. Yeah. Really plays how how their influence has really started to uh, begun, but then also started to play into like what it is today, which is totally new, totally different. Everybody's trying something that, that kind of fits into whatever their their bucket is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've really, last thoughts, Catherine. I've really appreciated this opportunity uh, to be on the show, but also to to talk about this with y'all. Like I, I really do. Um, I love talking about people. I love talking about music with people that really have a a love for like the broader picture mm-hmm. and for like the history. Like I love talking about what is going to make history now. I think yeah. that that's really exciting, and I'm really excited to be a part of this in a time where I can be really excited and proud of the female rappers in the industry, and that wasn't always a time like. I'm always still just like, yes, like I want this this mainstream space, but it's really mm-hmm. exciting to see that there's so much to look forward to and there's so much to be proud of with the collaborations and the ways that women are lifting as they climb right now. And mm-hmm. that that just feels so dope. And I was really nervous to to bring this topic, but I, I think that there's so much respect that I have for y'all, like for you and Devin, but also like for the topic that I'm really glad that we were able to explore it the way that we were, because even, you know, boiling it down to those five five names was really tough. But I think that talking about how each of them influenced that broader picture and like Mm -hmm. how the things that we're going to look back on as history making moments now are so important. And I'm just really grateful for this opportunity to explore this candidly. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So thank you for having us. Awesome. Thank you both for coming on for, to the podcast one last time, bringing this awesome topic. Um, I'm, I'm very happy that hip hop is shifting uh, in the way that like we are, we are able to see women thrive at the top of hip hop. Like women are topping the charts like every day, uplifting newer female artists. Um, I love that that collaboration and that support has become a key way that women are kind of moving in the in the genre of hip hop. I think that's really dope. So I'm glad that they're not going anywhere and that they're they're, you know, showing most of these men up. (laughs) Um, I think that's really dope. Um, So thank you all again for stopping through. This has been Thinking Outside the Boombox, your number one source for hip hop and R&B news. I will be back next week with the Grammy episode. The Grammys are airing tomorrow on CBS. Um, I had to dust off my predictions. To I don't even remember what I voted for, but I have to dust those off and see if I can I can get a positive percentage picking the the winner. So I'll be back next week with that episode. Um, but I'll see you all then. Peace. Peace. See ya.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 